Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is World Wide Web Wednesday, June 10th, 2020. Steve Cypress here. And today's tip has to do, of course, with more than just online, internet, digital type of stuff. It has to do with everything in your business. But things are so easy to track online because all the tracking is pretty much done for us that I, I'm sharing this message here on a World Wide Web Wednesday. Uh, and uh, it came to mind, uh, I've had this discussion with a bunch of clients uh, recently, and then uh, I just saw a great example when I saw something on the news that uh, this, uh, this, vi- this whole virus thing, uh, yeah, that's still a thing, unfortunately, and, uh, but people are tracking the completely wrong metrics when they track this thing. So whether you call it, you know, metrics or key performance indicators or we like to call it business success, critical business factors. You can call them success factors. You can call them whatever you want to call them. But uh, I'd have to paraphrase. I forget the exact saying. But uh, you can't improve what you don't track or what you track improves or something like that. I mean, you've got to track. So, again, online stuff is fairly tracked for us, right? Anyone that has a website, you can very easily have your web guy install just a tiny bit of code in there and then you can see how many people came to the website and how many people opted in to join your list and gave you permission to market to them and follow up how many people purchased something which products did they purchase how many made two or more purchases when's the last time they purchased how often do they purchase uh how often do they come to the website how long do they stay on the website for each individual item, like for a video, how long did they watch the video? How many people that came to the website watched the video? You can track just about everything online. How many emails you sent? How many people opened the email? How many people clicked on the email? Now, don't not to get into the weeds, but a lot of the tracking software is inaccurate in the way they track things. But at least there are numbers and facts and figures, and at least in general, so you, at least you can track them comparatively. So even if the numbers are not accurate, they're accurate comparatively, right? So you, if you sent out, you know, 10,000 emails and you got, you know, 3,000 people open the email, that might not be accurate. But if last week's email you sent out or yesterday's email, only 1,000 people open it with the same tracking software, unless they're wildly differently inaccurate, uh, you still have a general idea that today's email with the 3,000 opens, the 30% open rate, had a better open rate, was received better, had a better response. You ought to write more of those or write more subject lines like that to get people to open them than the one that only had a 1,000. So whether it's completely accurate, it's still something extremely uh, valid and uh, smart to track. And so I saw this thing on the news where people are talking all about the, the spike in the number of cases of this virus. And I'm like, oh, no. What a meaningless thing. Well, not totally meaningless, but the wrong thing to track. That doesn't matter. Nobody cares at all. I mean, what if they track the number of people who get a cold? Who cares? 
that's not going to make a difference in anything. That means you stay home for three days and you're coughing or whatever. What matters is severe cases. How many hospitalizations? Now, that's something that actually matters. That could affect things. That's the whole, that was the biggest excuse for the, uh, probably the biggest mistake in the history of mankind, the great shutdown, killing the entire world economy and, and causing lots of other uh, death and uh, destruction and despair along with it. Of course, a lot more damage than the virus could ever do. Um, that came from the, uh, the false narrative that, oh, this is so highly contagious and crazy and going to kill so many people, the death rate so high, it's going to overwhelm the hospitals. They didn't say, oh, it's going to be so many cases of people just being asymptomatic, which is anywhere from 25, 50, 80 percent of the people that have it are asymptomatic. So clearly the number of people who had it, wrong thing to track. You track the deaths, track the hospitalizations. Well, that's important. So if you're saying, you know, things are getting really bad with the virus, and I say, what makes you say that? And you say, well, more people testing positive. That's, no, that doesn't mean things are bad with the virus. That's just like a common cold or any flu or anything at all. But to, to say this one is worse, you would say, well, because of the hospitalizations and people getting overwhelmed and we're having to build tents in Central Park that, you know, people didn't use, utilize, of course, or sending boats to the big cities, which, again, people didn't really utilize, or building hospitals that don't get utilized because the whole, you know, thing was overblown and the models were all wrong and the government officials, the, quote, experts, of course, were wrong and everything was overblown, but did its job to scare the crap out of people anyway, and there's millions of Americans and people all over the world that refuse to release the fear-mongering, and they're still living in fear, even though all the facts and figures and numbers show that this is not nearly anywhere near, not even within 100 times as bad as it was all made out to be. And that's the point of tracking. You've got to track the right things. If you just track the number of cases, well, of course, the more testing that gets done and the more uh, uh, um, uh, useless and weak the virus gets, the more cases there might be, but certainly the less or the same number of deaths or hospitalizations, and that's what's important to control the thing. Well, the same thing in your business. You got to track the right things. So, uh, I give an example. I've talked about it before, but people talk about the number of hits to the website. I got all the hits. Well, hopefully that's you. That's not you. I know that was me. You know, a long time ago when first uh, the internet first came out, and I was looking at things, and people were talking about the hits. Oh, I got to get hits, or I got to get likes in social media. Same thing. A useless thing to track. Uh, hits has an acronym. In the world of sharp marketers, H-I-T-S, it stands for how idiots track success. So it's the same thing with the virus. Idiots track the virus by saying number of cases. So what? And I won't say idiots, but people who just don't know any better yet. Maybe you're not watching my videos. You're not my client. You're not going to helpfromsteve.com and get my help. So you're still thinking that because you, you want to get more hits to your website or if you got a lot of hits, that means something. It doesn't mean anything. It's a, it's a silly thing. I mean, something, but it's a silly thing to track. You want to track conversions. You want to track some of the things I talked about earlier. How many people are watching your sales message? How many people are opting in and joining your list? How many people are buying a product? How many people are returning to the page? How much time people are spending on the page? These things matter a lot more than just hits. That could be anything. That could be a person mistakenly came to your site by mistake and immediately clicked away. Who cares if 10,000 people did that today? If nobody bought, you're also going to be misled if you're thinking, man, I got 10,000 hits and 
Nobody bought. There's something wrong. You have no idea what's wrong. Hits is not a thing to track at all, just like number of people tested positive for a virus. Stupid thing to track. So make sure you're tracking the right things. And I've had these conversations like with my newer clients, which I'm going to, uh, as they work with me, they're going to come along and become superstars of business and advertising, sales, marketing, and making tons of money. But right now, I was surprised that the number of them, I guess I shouldn't have been, but I was surprised how many uh, didn't even, couldn't even think of things to track. I asked people for a name, a number of uh, uh, critical business factors or key performance indicators that you would track in your business. And I said, name eight. And people could name like two or three or maybe four at the most. And they were almost always the kind of the end, the last thing. They were like, well, I want to track the number of sales. And what else? I don't know, I guess the number of conversations I have with qualified prospects. Well, that's good. What else? Can't think of anything else. You know, so maybe you're only tracking that. How many sales appointments with qualified prospects and how many sales? Now, that's good. Those are good things to track. Heck of a lot better than tracking number of cases or hits to a website or likes to a post on Facebook or something. Those things practically don't mean anything. Uh, but here's a question you want to ask yourself as I guided these clients into adding in more critical uh, business factors is think about what has to happen that's in your control before that step. So just deconstruct. Start from the sale and work backwards and say, okay, if I make a sale, what do I have to do? What do I have to cause to happen before that that I can track? And so it could be how many appointments you get with a qualified prospect. Well, great. Well, what has to happen before that? Oh, well, how many, I don't know, could be anything, you know, the last W of the WOW strategy. Give me any way or ways you use to do your marketing, advertising, and sales efforts. Could be how many people I talk to at a networking meeting. Could be how many people uh, click on my ad. Now, that's somewhere where you track hits, clicks on an ad, because a lot of ads you pay per click. So that, that is something you want to track when it's to an ad, not to the website. That's silly. Uh, but you would want to track how many people clicked on the ad, how many people, uh, you know, then when they click on the ad, they come to my website. Well, they got to watch the video before they're going to book an appointment. So how many people watch the video? How long was the average viewing of the video? Where their points, if I get the, use the right tracking software to track the views of the video, can I see where people are dropping off? Can I see the people keep watching up into the 6 minute and 42 second mark, and then they drop off? Well, let me go look at that video and see what was I saying at 6.42, and what can I change to see if I can keep people on longer? Because then the longer they stay, the more likely they're booking an appointment. And the more prospects that are qualified to book appointments, the more sales I made. So... Just keep working back and think, what do I got to do to make that happen? What do I got to do to make that happen? What do I got to do to make that happen? So if you're doing uh, how many people I talk to a networking meeting, people uh, at a networking meeting, you would track before that, how many networking meetings do I attend? And then you would track before that, how many networking meetings do I check out before I weed out a few and, and then attend a few of them? So you would keep working back to, what do I got to do to make the next thing happen? What do I got to do to make the next thing happen? And then you want to track it. And if this is you doing all this, uh, you know, that's uh, unfortunate. It's another story for another day. I mean, a lot of people, we all start there doing everything. But very quickly, of course, you want to get 
other people doing this stuff. And then, of course, you want to track what they're doing, but you want to track the right things that your salespeople or your business development people or your prospecting people or whatever you call it and whatever they are in your business, you want to track what they're doing, but you want to track the right things. Don't attract silly things. Don't attract, don't, don't track silly things. Don't track false indicators, like how many hits to the website. Oh, uh, back, uh, you know, I've done every kind of sales there was, and back in the days of uh, telemarketing, they would track how many phone calls you made. What a silly thing to track. What a mean, that's like tracking how many cases of the virus or how many hits to a website. Who cares if I'm calling the wrong people? Or if they, each call is only lasting two seconds because they're hanging up on me right away. I mean, so who cares? In fact, it's almost like I made more calls than the guy next to me because all my calls, they hung up on me in the, after the first sentence, I said, because I was so dumb and terrible and didn't know what I was doing or couldn't stick to the script or whatever. But the guy next to me made half as many calls. That's because each call lasted much longer than mine. So he was making 100 times the sales. So, again, make sure you're tracking the right thing. Don't be like all these ridiculous quote experts that are all getting all their panties in a bunch about the number of cases of the virus or people that would tell you man i got a lot of likes on my facebook post or i got a lot of hits to my web don't be that guy none of that stuff matters track what matters if you want some help figuring out what to track and how to track it go to helpfromsteve.com and i'll help you out otherwise keep watching i bring you a new tip every day including tomorrow as the sun sets in the west, I will be back tomorrow on Throwback Thursday. So thanks to everyone here live. And thanks for watching or listening or reading on the replay. Post any questions, comments, concerns, as always, wherever you're watching or listening to this or reading it. And I'll be back tomorrow. I'll catch you then on Throwback Thursday. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making